Hello, podcast listener. My name is Connor Byrne, and welcome to my podcast, Connor Radio. Today's podcast episode is about my dog, Hazel, the process of adoption, and the experience since having her added to my life. Before I get into today's podcast, I want to preemptively say thank you for stopping in, and I also wanted to make known to you that all these materials that we talk about on the podcast are available on my website, connorburn.net. If you go to the shop tab, there are screensavers that motivate you, and there are Notion templates that organize you. With that out of the way, this is Connor Radio, and we are talking about my dog, Hazel. Hazel, Hazel, go eat. No, no, stop. No, don't bark. Don't stop barking. No, go eat. Go eat. Go eat. These are three of myriad of command I've distributed to my dog over the last two to three weeks. In my time since adopting my dog, there has been very little time to collect my thoughts on the overall experience. Here is what I've learned from adopting a dog and how it applies to building a better life. Patience reigns supreme in the face of certain defiance. Animals are not human. They have their own likes and interests, but they do not think in the same manner that we do as humans. Being patient with a pet means sitting with the very real pain of not getting what you want the first, second, third, hell, even tenth time that you ask for it. For my dog Hazel, taking commands from me and learning what is right and wrong is a very stubborn process both for her and for her owner. This process generates feelings of envy towards other dogs' obedience to their owners. Patience is hard because it stands in opposition to instant gratification. When Sally Sue calls her dog, it comes right to her. When John Smith asks his dog to calm down, the dog goes right to his cage. How come my dog won't do this? There must be something I'm doing wrong with my dog. Do not place blame outside of yourself. Responsibility will produce feelings of frustration, resentment, and worry. will also build a foundation to create more fulfilling, more powerful relationships. Responsibility is a private endeavor. The only person who can help you achieve it is a part of you that has, until now, before adopting that dog, remained quiet. No one will see or understand how you achieve responsibility or responsiveness from your pet. The only thing we see is the end product. What you today observe in Sally Sue's dog coming to her on command, what you didn't see is the four months it took for Sally just to get her dog to recognize her own name, let alone come back to her when called. Perseverance turned her dog's defiance into dedication to her owner. When you observe in John's dog going to his crate on command stands juxtaposed with the hours and hours. He spent plugging his ears as his dog barked at every car and every person on a bike that rode in front of his house. It is John's patience that helped him overcome his dog's anxious barking and turn into uh, turn this relationship into a pleasant experience for all. What we see happen in the moment is a culmination of exclusive time and effort long before it happens. To expect that we are going or that we are special and cannot or should not go through the same learning curve is your ego trying to balance the scales 
in your mind, in your favor. A question I have is, can I do this right now? Having a dog, much like having a child, means fitting their needs into your everyday life. For me, I used to spend countless hours letting my mind wander or let my workouts bleed far beyond the boundaries of my calendar. With Hazel in the picture, there's always something to be doing. More importantly, there will never be a perfect time to do any one task or event. Instead of embracing, instead, I want you to embrace fitting things in when you can and not forcing activities when you lack the bandwidth, emotionally or physically. Something that I learned from all of this is to shoot for consistency and a positive experience and let perfection um, claim its place in your activity over time. The first time that I saw Hazel on a leash, I realized how anxious, eh, I realized how anxious she truly was of the outside, of people, of dogs. Her curiosity in squirrels, birds, and leaves was, to the best of my understanding, based on countless hours with her snoot pressed against the glass of a back door, uh, a backyard door wall. What she has failed to receive in the two years, uh, first two years of her life um, before meeting me was a positive experience on a leash. Take even today where I took her on a walk and I noticed that there is a significant opportunity to have positive experiences on a leash. This lesson will be best learned much like two partners learning how to dance. Imposing perfection on my pup early on steals away the joy I can have with her. The same is true for the interactions with our friends and our family. If we choose to only accept perfection from those around us, we will never find a truly gratifying center in our relationships, only reasons to walk away from them. When someone is challenging you, try reflecting on that struggle and ask yourself, am I letting perfection get in the way of this relationship? Out of all this, I've learned that owning a pet is always a two-way road. The above reflections on owning a dog paint a picture that isn't all rainbows and sunshine. Fortunately, um, the clouds of experience have a silver lining. Owning a pet is a benefit because they help bring people together. There's a common theme amongst dog owners that, much like having their own child, they cannot and should not leave their pet idle at home for too long. Objectively, this is true. On the flip side of isolating a dog from others, dogs offer a fantastic opportunity to accrue leadership and friendship capital in others. Are you going out of town for the day? Someone is likely very happy to help you help take care of your dog. Having a long day at work and need someone to help you let out the dog? No worries. Your roommate can come to help. By no means am I indicating that these people should be or need to be relied on. Rather, by letting people into your life with the capacity to help, you allow people to show that they care about you. In fact, you're asking them to help from time to time indicates to your friends and family a level of responsibility that you otherwise had never shown before. By these accounts, dogs command respect, but also create it for their owners. On a personal account, dogs accrue leadership capital in ourselves. If you're like me, you've spent over 26 years of your life without much to take care of other than your own selfish desires. 
As soon as I added a dog to the mix, I began to purely tap into true responsibility. By having a dog, I continue to improve how I can be a leader for my pet and in turn myself. Taking the dog to the vet helps me realize that I need to dedicate more time to my own preventative care. Taking the dog for walks reminds me daily that one of the best forms of medicine and activity is outside my front door. Dogs, for as much time and energy they require, help us tap into personal feelings of grace and patience and respect for ourselves. Our care for dogs teaches us that we all can be better leaders and more confident people. Conclusively, embracing a new life with a new pet is a full-time job on top of your already full-time job. Fortunately, by taking steps to improve their life experience, we can not only serve the best versions of ourselves, but also bring others along for the ride. So here's to the first of many, many months with my new found confidant, Hazel Grace. Are you looking to take the next step? Perhaps you should check your local shelter listings for dogs that are available for adoption. Across the nation, shelters need good people and good homes for these animals. If you feel you and your house are able to accommodate a new fluffy friend, submit an application today at your local shelter. Thank you for listening. Respectfully, Connor.